0: Welcome to the UK Travel Planning Podcast. Your host is the founder of the UK Travel Planning website, Tracy Collins. In this podcast, Tracy shares destination guides, travel tips, and itinerary ideas, as well as interviews with a variety of guests who share their knowledge and experience of UK travel to help you plan your perfect UK vacation. Join us as we explore the UK from cosmopolitan cities to quaint villages from historic castles to beautiful islands, and from the picturesque countryside to seaside towns. Hello and welcome to episode 25 of the UK Travel Planner Podcast. In today's episode, I chat with friends Liz Atwood and Belinda Ecker, who together with their husbands visited England for three weeks in September this year. The two couples had previously visited England together on a coach tour and wanted to spend longer exploring their favourite destinations this trip. In this episode, you will discover how they planned their trip, how they got around England, plus great info and tips from their time in the Cotswolds, St. Ives, Bath, York and London. You will also find out some great eatery suggestions and more. So without further ado, let's introduce Liz and Melinda. So do you want to just introduce yourselves and tell us who you are, where, you're back, you, know, where you live in the States, because obviously, I know that you live in the US, but a little bit about, about yourselves would be great.
1: I'm Liz Atwood, and my husband is Kent, and we just yesterday celebrated our 48th wedding anniversary, and um, I work in the healthcare setting, and we've been friends with the Ecker since our kids were about three or four years old. We met at church.
0: Oh, wow. That's amazing. And Melinda?
2: And we, uh, my husband is Ken, and we live in what's called South Hill Puyallup. It's about an hour south of Seattle um, and we actually live in the same neighborhood. I've <laughs> uh, been friends for years um, and we have been Anglophiles for many years. <laughs>
0: um,
2: so yeah, this was a, a trip of a lifetime.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it was, it was fantastic. And I know, cause obviously, you know, we, we spent a lot of time talking about it um, when we did the consults as well and um, talking to Liz, at, you know, previously about it. So you know, when you when you were planning your trip, obviously you you kind of had lots of places to choose from, and I will talk a bit more detail about where you did choose to to go. But um, would would Melinda or, or Liz? Would you like to just give us a kind of overview of the places that you did choose to go?
1: Sure. Um, a few years, three years prior, we had been to England and spent a few days in London, and then we took a tour, a ten day tour, and through southern England. And I had all these plans of all the things I wanted to see and discovered it was very much on their timetable. And the things we saw were great, but we knew there was so much more we wanted to see. So based on kind of that, and then some other things we wanted to do, we came up with some places we'd really like to go and focus on for two or three days in each area. So did you guys do
0: that trip to England together? Yeah. Um, three years ago. Ah, okay. So that was cool. So that was a bus tour that you did?
2: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: And where did you go on that, just out of interest?
2: Every place we went this time, we kind of went back to most of those places and stayed there. So we went, we were in London. We went to Morton and Marsh in the Cotswolds and had a tour, a day tour there. And then we. Uh, Stratford on Avon. Stratford on Avon and. Glastonbury. Glastonbury, I
1: Sal- bought a ring there that I love.
0: Salisbury, I don't <laughs> cathedral. Salisbury, yes, <Yeah>, Salisbury. Salisbury, <laughs> St. Ives, and uh yep. did I say Bath? Bath, okay. So, and that was on. So, I think you know those coach tours are really good. But I think, and probably you found this, it gave you a, it gave you an introduction and a taste of what you wanted a bit more of. So I guess that's what. So you built on that with this this next trip this year. So that's really good. So obviously you're talking about three years ago that you went on a coach ship and that obviously we've had COVID in between that. So that that's kind of put a lot of people's plans on hold. Um, so, so were you planning before COVID and then did you kind of put your plans in place or did you have to put them on hold or how did it go? No, it was um, I think we were kind of done with COVID like everybody
2: else after a year and a half or two years. Yeah. And Liz has kind of been our travel planner, under you. (laughs) Um, she does a lot of research. She enjoys that. She'll tell you more about that. Yeah. And we're like, "Ah, you know, we don't know we're retired and we got to be careful. And then we start talking about it. And my husband's like, okay, we're going, we're going to do this. And, uh, that is really half the fun. We've said this several times is planning the trip. Yeah. Dreaming. Look at, Oh, I found this place. What do you think? You know? And, and so, um, so yes, we we're, This was like I still have a, you know how when you eat something really good and it just had, leaves a taste in your mouth. This is how I tell people. This is how I feel about that trip. Oh, wow. I'm
0: just savoring it. I don't want it ever to go away. Mm-hmm wow oh that's uh, that's so lovely to hear that it was that you loved it so much um and um and to be honest I mean I loved following your trip because obviously you put you put pictures on the Facebook group and kind of give us reports and it was amazing it was it's it brings it because obviously we've met you so many times and it was just it's so lovely to have that kind of connection and be able to follow your trip and you know I know there was there were a few issues and there was some fantastic time most of it was fantastic a few issues but you dealt with them really really well we can talk, talk about those in a bit um but obviously, I, I don't know, Liz, if you came to us via the our Facebook group first or whether you came to us via the website first, because um, obviously doing the research, I'm hoping that you came across, well, you obviously came across us somehow.
1: Yes, it was when I was, um, your, when we were trying to decide how we would get around and both of our husbands said, we're not driving. And so we said, okay, that means this has to be by train. So I started Googling about train travel in London and through that at some point your website popped up and I started looking at it and I called them. We came over one night. And I said, okay, and it was Ken's birthday and I had your book had just come out. Oh, that's right. And so I bought that for his birthday and printed it all up and <coughs> gave it to him that night and go, we need this. It's going to help us with our plans. And it definitely did. And then it led us to, um, be able to talk to you about planning and it led us to your Facebook group where so much more than just train travel is there. It was um, a great resource.
0: Yes definitely. Oh. Brilliant. Brilliant. And it was so nice. I knew you were, we just released the book and I think you were one of the first people that purchased it. So that was lovely. And um, we've actually just updated that. Um, and we've actually just started, we've literally just started a another Facebook group just for UK train travel tips. Um, because obviously you, you've met dogs. my husband, he, that's he, He's the real um, UK train guru. And I think he, he wanted to get a bit more nitty gritty. So we've got it in the group and then he's going he's to have his own little um, UK train travel tips, Facebook group as well. So that's, that's recent. Recently been launched um, because we know traveling by train in the UK can be a bit daunting if it's not something that you're used to, um, and it's obviously something that Doug's very passionate about. And we've traveled a lot by train, so we know that you did do quite a bit by train. Um, but do you just want to give us a kind of quick snapshot of the places that you visited when you were over this year? Sure. Uh, we started in London for about three. We
2: were a couple nights, and then we went to. Morton and Marsh. Morton and Marsh. Yep. We had driven through there before on our tour. We stayed three nights there and we took a local bus and went to Borton on, on the water. Yep. Uh, a couple times we went to the, that. We stayed in a very quintessential bed and breakfast there, um, Acacia House. Acacia House. Yep. We were again trying to stay mid range in everything we did. And because there the four of us, we could split a lot of the costs. So we felt we did a really cost-effective trip. Um and anyway, from there we went to Bath Bath and beautiful. I would definitely go back there and stay. Beautiful. So, so we stayed at the Canard there. They had it was a bed and breakfast, had beautiful breakfasts. And then take oh, us from
1: there. Oh, then we went to St. Ives and spent yep. about three nights there. From there, we had our longest train trip, which is back up to York. And then um, finished off back our last several days in London. And I have to say, I got great tips from Doug. Um, we bought the Britrail Pass, and we figured out how many times we think we need to use it to determine which one we got. And he told me, when you get to London, we've stayed... Um, in the Paddington area, so we were close to that station. He said, "Go there and book your um, reservation. Your reservation. We had reservations, but book your seat. Seats, yeah. So we went there oh, yeah. and uh, got that done. Literally the first day we arrived in town, because I was just wanted to make sure we had those um, seats. So that was a great thing to do because." Some of those trains were very full. I heard an announcement one day asking people to please move your luggage off of from around you because we have people standing on the on the train. So it was nice to have our seat reserved.
0: And it was good that you did it when you arrived as well and you could leave it to that point. So because then you don't have to pay if you go to um, man, um train station, you can take your bookings when when you want to travel and they can book that for you. So um, it doesn't cost you anything, which is another – because obviously you've, you've paid quite a bit already for your Brit Rail Pass and then to have to pay for reservations, it's also quite pricey. Did you have a first-class um, Brit Rail Pass? Yes, we did. And we
2: would highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. We were there in September, uh, so it wasn't quite as touristy. But, Tracy, almost every leg of our journey – we were like the only ones, or just among a few people, in first class. Yeah, and we didn't know the first time that they served food and beverages. Yeah, so we brought our own little sandwiches, and pretty soon they come along, and I'm like, "She got a sandwich." Liz. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, that's pretty good. We 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 also like to travel uh, first class when we when we're back as well. It's always it's always good fun. Yeah. And, you, you know, you're guaranteed that you're going to get a you know, nice seat and, and, and quite often food and beverages are served as well. Um, so, yes, it's a lovely way to travel. And I'm glad I'm glad that it worked out and it, that you did that. So were you impacted or – I'm going to throw this in there because this has been – obviously we're now in December when we're recording this and there are still – rail strikes, unfortunately, happen in the UK, that this still has not been resolved. I'm I'm really hoping um, that it will be resolved at some point very soon um, because it did have quite a significant impact on some people's um, train travel plans this year. So did that impact you guys?
1: I have to say um, we were not really adversely impacted by that. Um, Plus, it so happened when we were there, the Queen passed away. And they continued uh, servicing the, serving, you know, having the trains run um, to honor her and to allow people to travel and get to London and stuff. So, um, but we were impacted um, on one of our legs. There was, for whatever reason, I think they announced finally they had, it had to do with not um, enough workers. Yeah. Lack of staff. We were more than Mars trying to get to Bath. Yep. So that was the one issue we had. We had got there early and our first train canceled. Then the second train canceled. When the third train canceled, we said we need to find another way. And that's when we um, contacted a local taxi service, Andy's. He was fantastic and he drove us to, at first he didn't think he could because he had another reservation later and he was afraid he wouldn't have time to get back. But then he just set off, you know, when he found out nobody picked us up, he came and got us. And he was fantastic. Oh. Tracy, he was like a tour guide. Mm-hmm.
2: And so because it's almost a couple hours or so to to bath. And so he was telling us, this is a duchy; the king now owns all this, you know, and yeah. telling us. Things. And he had a brand new um, hybrid cab that was very roomy and comfortable. And he was very proud of that as he should be. Uh We just determined as best we could before we went, we're just going to look at everything as an adventure yeah. because we were reading these stories on Facebook, on your Facebook page about people, oh, my luggage didn't get here. And this, that, that. now I'm like, we're just going to, Go with it. We're just going to roll.
0: I think, I think, as that is absolutely the the best attitude that you have to have. You really need to, at the moment, going into travel, you know, there are just things that happen, whether it's luggage or, or the trains or not enough staff in airports or not enough staff for railways or railway strikes or, you know, lots of things that are going on. And I think, I think absolutely going into it with that attitude is totally the best. You just have to go with the flexibility of knowing that things may go wrong, but you know what? We can adapt.
1: Right. Yeah. My
0: thing was, I'm in England. Who cares? <laughs> I'm here. Yeah.
2: I might never get back here again. So, you know, I'm just gonna look around and enjoy the scenery. Mm-hmm.
0: So obviously you've talked about you so mainly you got around by by train or by and then in London obviously tube, I guess. Tube, tube walking cab. Cab occasionally. Yeah, my mom likes it. My mum likes the cabs when, when we're in London. She's she's like, I don't wanna go on the tube, I've gotta go on the on the in the cab. <laughs> yes. We
2: noticed we were often the older, we felt like we were often the old folks on the tube. And so we were like kind of proud of ourselves for doing it. Liz, Liz and my husband had working phones. So between them and uh, getting on the city mapper and things like that, it, we still got confused a few times. Here's the thing. People were so helpful and just like, oh, just go that way. One guy said, follow me. And he he took just, us. He took us to where we <laughs> wanted to go. Uh, we <laughs> thought, it's "Get
1: out of here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's brilliant. That's brilliant. It's honestly. It sounds like you really just had like you met some amazing people and had you know helpful people and everyone without question was nice without exception. Oh, that's lovely. It
2: yeah. was helpful. Maybe because I'm old, so I don't know. I won't say this. <laughs>
0: no. no, you're not. No, you're not. We just had this discussion before we started recording. Yeah, no, sorry. Okay, I'm not old. <laughs> No, exactly. Exactly. So obviously, we talked a little bit about the accommodation that you chose. So you went for mid mid range. So did you go for the kind of guest house bed and breakfast um,
1: style of accommodation? So when we started in London, we went on the cheaper end and we stayed at a premier inn. Um, I have to say it was fantastic. It had a great breakfast. It was a beautiful hotel and it was very cheap like 100 pounds a night, including breakfast for both of us. And it was a very lovely place. Then um, we wanted to kind of, like she said, experience, you know, some of the great buildings and stuff, which meant a lot of stairs. But it, we stayed in um, a bed and breakfast in, at the Acacia house in Morton Marsh. And then in Bath and in York, we stayed at more like a guest house type place that were lovely, especially, mm. I have to say, the, uh, the uh, can no, not the, can, the town, the town, the tower house tower in house. York, right, lovely facility, beautiful rooms, all different rooms, every one of them, and beautiful meals, and then um, when we were in St. Ives, and in London, we did um, Verbo and Airbnb, and stayed in a home.
0: Okay. Okay. And they, they enjoyed those as well?
1: We did. Uh, I think the one in London, it was quite expensive and I don't know if I go that route again, but it was a great location and it was a lovely old home and it was fun. So, Hey, we enjoyed it. Yeah. We might not do it again because it was on, it was the most expensive place we stayed, but it was um, a fun experience. <laughs>
0: Well, oh, that's good. Uh, London does tend to be a bit more on the pricey side, so I think you know um, th- that's always a bit where I kind of say put budget a little bit more for your accommodation in London um, because it, it it just it's the capital. It's like every major city in the world, I guess, it, you know, capital city. It's going to be that m- more expensive. So you went from so you, how long were you in London for? How many days? On
1: the front end, I think we were there three nights, and on the back end, we were there five nights. So we're actually in London eight days of our 21 days.
0: You were. That's quite a long time. So tell me about what you did in London. How did you fill eight days up? Uh, On the front end, one day Liz and Kent went to the Harry Potter
2: tour. And Ken and I went to Soho District, basically. And we saw a mousetrap because we had never seen that. Yeah. We just walked around a lot of different places that day. We went um, to... Uh, fort Fortnum and Mason is Liz. Let me tell you her experience there. <laughs> she had great fun there and it was it's a beautiful store. yeah. Um, we saw the we went to a play uh on the last end. We saw six the, the musical six loved it. Um,
1: we went to we took the train to um, Hampton Court Palace, Hampton Court. yeah. um we went on Tuesday. And the door was. It said the gate said closed. And we're like, but we have a ticket. Well, we had a ticket for Wednesday. Oh no! <laughs> hey, at least now we know how to get there. <laughs> it's easy, isn't it? Getting to Hampton Court Palace is really
0: easy. We get asked that, a lot. it's just it's, it's not very far, and it's it's really easy to get to.
1: And we walked, um took the tube, and then walked around the grounds of Kensington Palace. That we, was close. We walked around down town London like all around all the major sites although because of the Queen's passing you know everything was closed and you couldn't get super close but we, we had done, been there yeah so. we had done that
2: we had decided we wouldn't go to like Buckingham and um, Windsor Castle this time Yeah, because we, we had spent a lot of time, time on the tour there so we wanted to see other
1: places yeah Halls yeah, and, yeah. and Westminster Right, we had done but so. we did walk all
2: around there Oh, and we did a fabulous walking tour in the last few days. Actually, I think it was second to the last day. We did many walking tours in almost every place we went. And they were all, they're so worth it. They're either one, the one in Bath was free that we did. um, And he wouldn't take tips. Most people don't take tips there, as you probably know. Uh, Maybe it's changing. I don't know. But these guys that do these tours, it's their thing. They like it. And so... We had a, my husband's favorite was in uh, Oxford. We went to New Church, I think. Uh, so much history. Yeah, I've got it all in notes. <laughs> we just loved it. yes we had a great walking tour in uh, in London from a guy who had, did. You do the one the one in Oxford?
0: Did you do that with an Oxford graduate or?
1: Yes, 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 he was, yeah. uh, yes. Mm-hmm. He was a professor. He had been a professor. He was older. Yeah, and he's been there for years, and he was a font of information he just yeah he had so much knowledge he was fascinating we did one
0: with a uh, college graduate in um or you know, university graduate college graduate in in cambridge this year um because it, it's somewhere that doug had been to a few times and i couldn't remember if i'd been so i was like we need to go to cambridge and and that was a real highlight of our trip this year we, we really enjoyed that um because you i think again it's that having the Walking tour or tour with somebody who who knows the history, knows the area, you know, they know the places to go and eat. They know all those kind of things that you, you only know if you're actually immersed in living in a place. Right. Yeah, it's a really good way to um, to learn a bit more about uh, about an area. You know, some of those chairs are only a couple of maybe an hour, two hours and tour. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, we didn't realize what we did while in Bath and, you know, how much of Bath had been destroyed in the war. It was interesting how much had to be rebuilt. So, yeah. um, you know, you learn things that you think you know a lot, and then you go and you're like, oh, I didn't know that snippet of information or that snippet yeah. of information. So, you know, it's useful to hear. So you were in St. have just said, for, for so you went, so you did your London. So obviously you've been to London before, so this was a chance to go and see the you know, to walk around soaking the atmosphere. Or you need to tell me about Fortnum and Mason.
1: Oh, no, it's just like I just love tea and I was wanted to pick up a few things. I didn't have, we packed to travel, you know, with uh, for train travel. So we went on with carry on only. So, you know, I didn't have room for extra things. And so I was like being very like, Oh, I get this little thing and get that. Little. And then this lovely man told me, are you going to ship? And I said, well, I was hoping I might be able to ship a few things. And he said, well, you know, it's, I think it was, it's 25 pounds to ship, no matter if you buy one thing or a thousand things. So go for it. And huh. I did.
0: <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. <laughs> so what did you buy? Can you when we know?
1: Oh, I bought tons of cookies and tea and a Christmas ornament and Christmas, like little towels and... Um, jams and all the things, you know, chocolates for my grandchildren. They're beautiful chocolate coins and just all the stuff.
0: <laughs> Fantastic.
1: So did that arrive fairly quickly after you got back? It was home. It was before, it arrived before we did. Wow. Uh, we had to call yeah. our neighbor and ask him to bring it in for us, take it to his <laughs> house because I didn't want it sitting out for days on the porch no what it's already arriving how is that possible that's brilliant
0: that's absolutely brilliant and that's good to know that's something because you know like I'm a bit like you I prefer to do carry on only but then you have the problem even just the list last trip that I've just done to Southeast Asia I went carry on only but I didn't come carry on back (laughs) it's it's like it's very I go with the intention of doing that and it's like no too many things to too many things to purchase um, so it's good. So after London, then you so you, you went to the Cotswolds. Was this the, you'd been to the Cotswolds before on the bus tour?
1: Well, we d- kind of drove around there, but we had um, when oh, we went ourselves. Yeah, we had gone ourselves when that first few days before the tour. We were in London and we booked a private um, tour through the Cotswolds. So we took the train to Morton and Marsh. They're no longer, I think. I tried to get a tour with them again. It was the secret cottage or something like that. Anyway, they're not doing them right now. So... Mm -hmm. Um, we weren't able to use them this time, but we had a lovely tour with them three years ago.
0: The well, one next time you can always go with um, Victoria, Victoria yeah. Cotswold. Tea, tea cup tours, she's doing them now, so um, and she's brilliant. Um, she's actually going to be coming in the Facebook group to do a live with me in a couple of weeks' time to answer questions about the Cotswolds because we know it's somewhere that is so popular to visit. Um, you know and I, I can't get enough of the Cotswolds when I go back I always want to go and visit um, yeah. so it's brilliant having, having Victoria grew up in the Cotswolds so she knows the area really well um, and she knows all the best places for tea and cake Liz <laughs> so it's brilliant <laughs> so obviously you enjoyed Bath you had a good couple of days couple of days in Bath yep yes two yes. nights yeah Bath's lovely isn't it but it's beautiful oh my goodness that
2: whole water thing and Uh, We did a short little boat trip right up right where the water comes down, and at night it was gorgeous. You know, the weather was just great. Their weather, the weather in in UK is a lot like where we live. Yep, and and September was great. I mean, it was pretty mild the whole time. So beautiful.
0: That's good I mean September can be it can be um pretty good and not not too much I mean it, you know the u k climate I guess it's the same in Seattle it 's variable you, you can 't necessarily predict but mm-hmm. generally um September can be really nice time and obviously the kids have gone back to school as well, so that makes it better because it's quieter. so it's a good it's actually a good time to travel right. yeah. how was Saint Ives because obviously like saint Ives is um we were in, we were in Saint Ives in um July. I remember I did a little video for you when we arrived in at the train station in a little bit um, because we were so excited about you guys, guys going to St Ives and obviously going to have fish and chips, um, which I know you did. Yes, <laughs> we did.
1: We did. So, did you enjoy your time in St Ives? It was probably a highlight of our trip. We loved it. It was. Um, it's beautiful there. We just like walked around so much and we stumbled across a little community theater that was happened to be doing their show that night just on the street from where we were staying yes um that melinda found and she went in and talked to them sorry and um it was calendar girls the musical and it was they did a phenomenal job it, it was, was like amazing. a highlight yeah Brilliant. and then we took a um tour through the Cots, uh, not Cotswold. Sorry, through Cornwall, oh, yeah. and we went to St Michael's Mount, and we went to Manak Theatre, and a lot of the area oh, around there—the old abandoned coal mine, Tins. tin mines. Yes.
0: The reason I know that is my my great grandfather was from the worked in the tin mines in Cornwall, um, and actually moved up to the northeast. It met my great-grandmother as he traveled up through the country, in Derbyshire, and settled up in the coal mines of Northumberland. Really? Wow. So I can trace back, yeah, so back to my great-grandfather from the tin mine. So it, it's very interesting to visit, isn't it? That
1: was fascinating. And we just loved that trip. And I didn't know what to expect because I had booked with a gentleman and then when, um, with the Queen's passing, you know, I don't know what all he does, but he would, He said he got called to London to work security So he passed us on to someone else. He said, you'll be in great hands. That person was prompt, got in touch with us. Then I heard from him. He said, I'm so sorry. I've gotten sick. And so he goes, I'm passing you on to somebody else, but I know you'll have a great trip. So we're like, okay. And then we met the, he came and got us. He was so fantastic he was also new. He goes, with well, this other gentleman you were supposed to be with, he has a lot more of the history, but I can't imagine more history because this guy knew so much. He was, he a, was so fun. Raised, yeah. yeah. And um, he was just an everyday guy. Yeah. And he goes
2: almost apologetic at first about what he didn't know.
1: He knew a lot. <laughs> he knew a lot. And, yeah. and um, we were supposed to be, it was supposed to be like about a five and a half or six hour trip. And he, when he dropped us back off at our doorstep, we'd been gone almost nine hours. He just really gave us a lot of his time. He goes, well, I didn't want to cut you short at Manac or at St. Michael's Mound. So I really appreciated that from him. And.
0: That's what we want, isn't it? Somebody who's responsive to where you're at and what you're enjoying. so that Because there's nothing worse than it is It I think sometimes you can go on these tours. And it's different when you've got a private tour because you can have that flexibility. But there's nothing worse when you go and you want to spend that little bit longer, an hour longer or half an hour longer. You're in a shop and then you have to leave. Mm-hmm. So it's brilliant having that flexibility. I, I think it may be um, Manish tours that you went with, Liz, who we've now partnered with. Actually, through your recommendation, because um, when we look at who, you know, the private driver tour guides and companies that we partner with, we, we want to know, we want to hear from you guys. Who is it that you've been with that you have had an exceptional experience with? Because those are the companies we want to work with. I think for all of us, it was like one of our highlight days.
2: Absolutely.
0: We were so proud that we,
2: we conquered St. Michael's <laughs> Mount. We, we were kind of daunted by that, not realizing it's quite a little hike up to the top. Oh, my goodness. It was so, so worth it. Oh, worth it. It was beautiful and all the things about it. It was just amazing. And Manac Theatre, I didn't, wasn't familiar with it. Liz had known about it. Isn't it beautiful? I just said, over there. you have to go to those two places. You just have to.
0: Absolutely. Um, and um, St. Michael's Mount, Um. did you go over on the boat or did you walk
1: over the causeway? Or We wanted to walk on the causeway, but it just happened the time we were... It worked conveniently to be there. We took the boat, so but the boat's
0: was, amazing. Yeah, I boat, thought the boat was great.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we just wanted to walk on those that ink yeah. causeway. But that's okay. We saw as we were coming back, the water was kind of going out, yeah. and we you could see it. It was. It's just amazing. Yeah. It
0: is lovely. It is lovely. We we went in July. We we went over by boat, and then we kind of st- we were lucky enough for the tides because obviously it's It depends on what the tides. are. that, it, the, the tide went out, so we were able to walk back over the causeway. But it just means you guys need to visit again if you want to do that. Yes, yes, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. So then York. So you went up to York. So how long did you spend in, in a couple of nights in York? Yes, two yes, nights. Yes, we in did. York. Lovely. The Tower.
2: the house. Oh, the Tower Guest House. Tower Guest House was amazing. Every room she, the owner, she has made a different theme. Yep. And kind of each room, and they were amazing. And they're roomy. My, many rooms you stay in there,
0: they're not very big. And that's okay because you're not spending a lot of time there, but they were beautiful. What was the name of it again? So you, you broke up It paused. It kind of stopped a bit. So I don't know if you've got the name. Tower Guest House. Yep. And it's about a mile and a half out of the main
2: part of York, like, where York Minster is and all that. So it's a little bit of, we had did a lot of walking. We loved York. We, the highlight was Howard Castle, which she had found. I think you found that. And that's about an hour and a half. Or, no, about no, 35 minutes out. Yeah. 35 minute cab ride out. Beautiful, beautiful, yeah. beautiful related to Catherine Howard. You know, one of King Henry, Henry, the ace wives. We did the bloody tour of, York? Is that what it's called? Something
1: like that. Plenty Mary
2: tour, I think. It's a nighttime yeah. tour. Excellent. Excellent. Phenomenal. A gal does mm-hmm. it, and it's really, it was really good. It was very crowded there. Lots of people. That was the only place, besides Burroughs Market, which we didn't mention, where it was really difficult. We could never get in to
0: eat. I mean, most places we never made a reservation, but here we sh- really should have. York can be crazy visit, um, Throughout the summer, because it's a really popular destination um, for Brit- Brits as well. We'll go to York because it's just you know it, it is very very popular. Yeah. Um, and again, making. Making reservations at restaurants is yeah, it's quite imp- important. We were actually lucky because we did meet up with uh, Mark and Kay, who we'd done an itinerary consult for, um, and they they were like, "Come on, we're going to go out for dinner," and and I was like, "We haven't booked anywhere," um, and luckily we actually managed to get in at the Guy Fawkes Inn. But it, you wow. know, and that was, that was in June, that that the long holiday weekend for the the wow. Queen's party. Jubilee. So we were v- incredibly lucky to be able to do that. But um, yeah, it's it's even in September, I guess. Yeah, having to think potentially you could have got maybe gone and got a um yorkshire pudding wrap though the yorkshire pudding wrap we did do that did you enjoy that yes yes it was good it
2: was kind of on the go kind of a thing right mm-hmm. yeah we did. it was good it was good and i actually bought a coat there at mark and spencer's that was the one oh, thing yeah. i didn't bring a warm enough coat which i really only needed a couple of days but um mostly for that night tour. Yeah, I guess it was the night tour. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, look, you've got Marks and Spencer's to go shopping, and I've been in that Marks and Spencer's a number of times. That Marks and Spencer's, um, if you go to the cafe in that Marks and Spencer's in York, you get a fantastic view of York Minster. Oh, well, we, we did go to York Minster.
1: Yeah. We went to the church service? Yeah, we because the Queen passed away, the – uh, churches that we had reservations with; those all canceled. Mm-hmm. But we went to services, and that was very enjoyable. Yeah, and it was very different. See, you know, we didn't can explore every nook and cranny, but we could see the church and um, get to experience being in the building. High and church, so that different that from was, us. Yeah, that was very fun. We loved that. It was something we didn't plan, and again, we loved doing it. So. It worked out um
0: mm-hmm. well
1: it didn't matter that we didn't have the tickets we still got to enjoy the beauty of it
0: yeah yeah oh that's really good so I'm going to kind of pivot a bit at the minute and talk because we kind of just mentioned food there um so obviously uh you you were booked into a lot of bed and breakfast so you would have got some pretty good breakfast so I would imagine right but what were the highlights in terms of food when you were over
1: for me I loved going to the different pubs the old buildings and having some of the traditional food the bangers and mash fish and chips um we got some soup and good bread and just things like i love that quite a bit yeah.
2: there's a place in london that we had gone to three years ago it's called yen burger and it's just a little uh, i don't even know how to, where it is it's, they, it's near Burroughs market. It's near Burroughs market yep and they just have some unique, really good burgers there. We went there again. Um, and just to mention a couple, a few places that wouldn't be the, oh, you got to go here, but the food was great. In Morton and Marsh, there's Reedsdale Hotel and Pub. We had a fantastic lunch there. Um, I had, like, I think it was liver pate. I eat these different things that people don't eat. It was delicious.
0: Oh, well, that sounds delicious.
1: Well, I... Is that where you had fish and chips? I don't know. No. You had your scotch egg there. I had my scotch egg there. And then I had the most amazing mocha creme brulee for dessert. That's right. Yeah, very nice. So it was a very nice place. That's good. Um, also, there's a place called
2: Grouch Coffee in Morton and Marsh. that so was right across from where we were staying. And Kent got a T-shirt there. Oh, Elizabeth's husband. <laughs> yeah. Good coffee. And then in St. Ives. We wanted to plug this one. There's a coffee place called Sea of Coffee um, just right on the street, and it's kind of you can sit up above. So nice. The lady was so nice. We kept going back there. Every we're day. From, we're from Seattle. We drink espresso all the time. <laughs> so I wanted to plug one more little place in London. All right. The day that they were at uh, Harry Potter, and Ken and I were walking around near Soho. I guess there's two of these. It's called Amelia's, and it's a little patiss- uh, patisserie. Um, and coffee shop and we didn't we really been walking a lot we wanted a coffee break and sit down but we're like we're not doing starbucks well right next to starbucks was this teeny tiny place called amelia's and they had like ken had like avocado toast i had a bagel with locks, and we had our espresso and sat there it felt like a little bit like a french little bistro place i said i could stay here for hours just the ambiance and uh they were really nice. I just love that little places. Those kind of places, you know, it's kind of fun to find those.
1: Did you do an afternoon tea when you were in London, or we did it at the Jane Austen Museum? Oh, lovely! And while we were there, was uh, the Jane Austen Festival. So we got to see so many people walking around dressed to the nth degree. It was fun. Oh, that would yeah. be fantastic. They're lovely. I <laughs> had fun taking pictures with people.
0: And that's lovely. It all, you know, it all brings that whole atmosphere of Bath. I, actually, when I was in Bath earlier this year, um, I went, I actually went to the Jane Austen Center and they, the, the, um, I don't know if it was a lady or waitress that was up in the, in the tea room. She let me come and have a look and take some photos and look at the menu and it, it did look amazing. Um, we just didn't have time because we, when we were three months, you'd think we would have had time, but we were just here then everywhere. Yeah. So, targeted things for for next year when we're back um so hopefully we'll be able to to get that we did so many afternoon teas it was getting a bit I was thinking about Uh my hips (laughs) we did a lot of walking as well but I was like I don't know how many more afternoon teas I can have we did do Sally Lunn also yes a tea and ah yes So we did that one
2: um we have to mention Honest Burger in London it's a chain yep really reasonable this is our whole trip we felt like the food was so reasonably priced. Mm. We didn't do, we did one fancy restaurant. I think it's the Ivy. Oh, yes. For my husband's birthday. Yeah. The Ivy Market Garden. But um, okay. Honest Burger. Yeah. So we walked there several times in our last few nights when we were in London at that Airbnb. Oh, twice. Twice. Okay. <laughs> and the second time we went in, we sit down and we look over and, and I'm like, I think that's Roger Allen. You know the actor? Do you know who he is? Oh, well, we watch all things British, and he's in like Endeavor and um number of shows that we watch. I feel like I should know who he is. I feel like I need to Google him now. I recognize him. I probably will. And I'm like, he's right next to us. And we're all like, I think that's him. No, it's not like, him. I think it really is him. We're trying to be real cool, you know? <laughs> but I'm sure he was like, oh, brother. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So
0: that was kind of we huh. saw yeah. him. But we didn't bug him. We didn't bug him. Oh, that's cool. That's cool, though. So um, you talked, you know, when you, I remember when you left, when you flew out from Seattle, you, you put pictures of your luggage on, on the Facebook group. And there was a lot, there was a kind of, a, a lot of interest in the luggage that you had, which actually I need to, I'm going to link into that in our packing guide, actually, because it did look really good. So how did you, first of all, how did you manage with just carry on? Cause that's all you took. And I know you sent some stuff back. So, but, but apart from sending the stuff back, how did you, how did you find the luggage that you had? Would you recommend it? And also, um, I think what was, what's really key and what's really important to, to say is that you did, you did the right thing because if you're traveling around by train, you need to just be, Still must carry on. You don't want to be taking a huge amount of luggage because it becomes a nightmare. yeah <laughs> yes.
1: That luggage in particular, um, it has these big wheels. We thought that would be nice going over different kind of terrain and easy to go up stairs and stuff. And I think it did a great job, but uh I don't know if I'd say it did any better than Ken and Melinda's Okay, you know, regular luggage. But I enjoyed it. And <laughs> it was nice. It was um it was easy compact. to move around. It was compact. So I did enjoy it. I mean, I'm glad I purchased it. So
0: Yeah, yeah, and it worked well. So you also took carry-on as well, uh, Melinda?
2: Yes, we did. Um, it was a good size. I mean, I, uh, but we each had just one bag. We were determined to do that. And Liz and I talked off and on for months. You know, we planned for a year. We planned for over yeah. a year. And so we'd go back and forth. How are we going to do this? I, I need more. I can't just take two tops or whatever. So we <laughs> ended up, you know, figuring it out, and it worked out great. I do remember when we left um, our first few nights in London and getting to Paddington Station, we had to go up over this bridge with a lot of stairs. My husband is 6'4", and the rest of us are shorter. And so he was always 10 steps ahead of us. I was struggling with getting my bag up these stairs, Buddy, this young man just comes along and picks up my bag and takes it over to the other side. I'm like, thank you. Oh,
1: that's lovely. that happened to me a couple times too. I I think I mean he was very nice. I think actually I was slowing him down, so he was like, "Oh, let me get that for you." And yeah. he grabs it and he gets it up. Um, so I felt like I was kind of clogging the works a couple times, but people were again very nice. Uh, right. Young men that you know were very helpful. So. No, that's that's really good.
0: So apart from, I know you said you bought, you had to buy a jacket, uh, Melinda. Was there anything that you, anything that you packed that you wish you hadn't? So anything you took extra or was there anything that you didn't take, which you wish you had done? Kind of two questions there. No? Not for me. I used, um, I was
2: surprised how I got used to just wearing the same pants like days in a row, you know, jeans, they don't get that dirty. You're just walking and. Exactly. Yeah, exactly.
1: I kind of wished when I was in London I had had something a little nicer, but you know, most of my trip was just tons of walking, and so it was more casual clothes. But um,
0: it's pretty casual in London, though. You know, I mean, it's not. It's not like I just. I just tend to wear leggings and just stuff that's comfortable. You know, that's where we live too. We're very casual here, yeah, and that's. Totally. So I love that.
1: Yeah, the key thing is have a great pair of shoes that you have worn and broken in. And I mean, even if they cost you a little bit more than you would normally spend, it was so worth it. Because I have some I had bought one pair of shoes I thought I might bring and they didn't come before I left. I wore them one day and I'm like, these are horrible And then I got another pair of Echoes that they were so comfortable and that made all the difference for enjoying.
0: I don't think you can underestimate the importance of of having comfy shoes. I've got my friends who just say I'm the comfy shoes queen. But you know something, Um, there's nothing worse than you go on holiday and the first day you get blisters and then you've got to walk the next day, the next day. And it's just awful. So I'll tell you a little story. I have I had, shall we say, it, the most wonderful pair of black ankle boots that were the most comfortable boots I've ever had. I always wear them in the UK, worn, worn them, they're just brilliant. I left them at my mum's this year when I came back to Australia and she's given them to a charity shop by accident. Ah. <laughs> no! <laughs> so I now have to buy another pair of boots, which obviously I can't get in Australia at the moment because it's it's summer, so there's no boots in store. Oh. And obviously, you need to break them in. The thing is, another thing as well, you might get comfy comfy shoes, but you need to wear them for a good amount of time before you go.
2: Yeah,
0: you know, and literally all I had when I was in the UK. So we were back for twelve weeks. I had my pair of boots, which I no longer have, and I had a pair of Birkenstocks, which is what I wear here in Australia, and that's what I wore, and that was perfect for me.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: And, and I think it, it is a huge, you know, and I, I know people say, oh, I'm going to buy new shoes. this like, But, you know, just just take shoes that you're comfortable in because nobody really cares. Nobody cares because you guys are, you love, love England so much. I'm hoping that you guys are going to be going back again at some point. And if you do, is there anything that you would do differently from this trip?
1: Well, me personally, I love traveling with the trains. But if we did that, I think I'd probably maybe only want to go to one other place. I mean, we loved it and it was exactly the trip we wanted. But I think that in a future time, I would find more, uh, maybe uh, discover one area a little bit more intensely, Mm -hmm. stay there longer and not do as much, you know, packing up and moving on. But that being said, that is the trip we absolutely wanted, <laughs> yep. and it worked out perfectly for us. Right. But I think the next time around we might do it differently.
0: Yeah. So base yourself in one place. Just do, you, do you agree, Melinda? Maybe a
1: bit. Maybe, or maybe just like between two places or something. Yeah. We figure we averaged about how many miles a day? Walking. Uh, well, our lowest was four miles, and that was the day we had a nine-hour train trip our most was 16, uh, 16 yeah. miles. I, I think we averaged between about 10 to 12 miles a day in walking. Now that's, you know, not speed not, walking. Yeah. yeah. But it's a lot of on your feet. That's a
2: lot. But you're, you're, you know, you're in a different place. You're, you're all so it's, it's really people were like, I can't believe you did all that. But that's all we have to do and then figure out where we're going to eat the next meal. So
0: yeah, exactly, you don't, you don't really notice it, do you? Cause you're kind of wandering from place to place and you, you know, you've got your route that you're going to follow and, and you kind of go and then you stop off and enjoy, you know, visiting somewhere and then you go to the next place and visit that. And then you get the next place. And, and then all of a sudden at the end of the day, you go, wow, I can't believe I've just done so many steps. But Yeah. It, it does creep up in you, doesn't it? But again, having the comfortable shoes is, is the key to be able to do that.
2: Exactly. <laughs> love to go to the Yorkshire Dales. We've, uh, watched different shows from there in the past and yeah. it just, it's just beautiful so that would be a whole different kind of trip I think
0: um we'd probably spend more time there so I would I would say um that if you're going to do a bit more of the north so obviously I'm from the north of the UK north of England I should say because then I'll get but so I'm from the north of England um so I'm originally from Northumberland which is the northernmost county which borders with Scotland so I would recommend if you're going to do that spend a bit of time in Yorkshire Spend a bit of time in Northumberland because Hadrian's Wall, absolutely stunning. The Northumberland coastline, absolutely stunning. And also, Northumberland has the most castles out of any county in England. Um, and then go to the Lake District. So you've got kind of that uh, you could do the three. I think that would be uh, so. You, the Yorkshire Dales, beautiful, absolutely, and obviously you you you've spent a bit of time. You went to, um, uh, Castle Howard. yeah, Castle Howard. Yeah, exploring a bit more more of that, and then um, perhaps spend a little bit of time in my neck of the woods and then go up. The Lake District is also absolutely beautiful place to visit. Um, so that would be a nice little triangle for you to do. That's <laughs> our next trip, Tracy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. Well, I never know. One of these days I might organize some, some tours around these places so you can come along with us. That would yeah. be awesome. Do it. Okay, now sign you. us up. I will do, I will do. So I'm going to end because we've been talking for an hour, would you believe it? I always end the the podcast by asking the the same question, everybody. And it's basically, what is the one tip that you would give to anybody who's visiting England for the
1: first time? My tip would be, number one, connect with you guys. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Because you provided us so much help in your site and your, uh, not just you, but also the people that are on your um, Facebook page and stuff um, they have great insights and yes. suggestions in fact one gal wrote to me when she heard we were in the Cotswolds and she said if you like Tolkien you need to go to um s- slow go on the world yeah to that church and that door I had absolutely no idea about in it, and it oh, I love yes. that yep. place That was awesome to me But so research, research, research and talk to people and connect with good resources, which you guys are awesome resources. Yes. Thank you.
2: thank you, Melinda? That's exactly what my husband said. Talk to a lot of people who have been there and uh, connect with you, too, for sure.
0: Oh, that's brilliant. Well, I have to say thank you so much to both of you to come on on the podcast today. It's been absolutely brilliant to talk to and catch up with you about your trip. Thank you so much yes. for inviting us. Fun to talk about it. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, it kind of brings the memories back as well, isn't it? When oh, you can... so much, Tracy. So much.
2: I got to go plan now.
0: Thanks again to Lisa and Melinda for sharing their experiences and tips from their trip to England. Remember, you can find links to everything we talked about in this episode on our website, uktravelplanet.com forward slash episode 25. Again, thanks so much for listening to the UK Travel Plan podcast. Remember to leave us a review for a possible shout out in a future episode. That just leaves me to say until next week, happy UK travel planning.